I am thrilled to announce that An Actor Despairs is partnering with a wonderful CBD company called Kind Farms. Everyone out there has heard of CBD. I started taking it a few years ago when I first started getting sober and to help with my anxiety. Sadly, as one can do, I was overtraining in the gym, and a friend recommended a topical and a tincture to help with the pain. I tried it. It was okay. However, recently, I was introduced to a product that has really changed my life. Not only has it helped me with anxiety, but I am stronger than I have ever been. I'm able to carry out lifts my body used to prevent me from doing. Kind Farm products have single-handedly changed my life athletically and personally. They utilize 100% local licensed farmers, organic cultivation, and CO2 extraction for superior CBD. Kind Farms is turning CBD to a kind alternative to pharmaceuticals. Let's transform tobacco row into hemp row. If you want to get involved, please reach out. Together, we can make a difference. You can use my code RYAN10 for 10% off. You can find them on Instagram at Kind Farms Inc. All one word. That's K I N D P H A R M S I N C. And their website is kindfarmsinc.com. Once again, my code for 10% off is Ryan10. And now, let's get started with today's show. Welcome to An Actor Despairs. I'm your host, Ryan Perez. Today, my guest is actor and artist through and through, Mark Menchaca. Mark Menchaca is one of my all-time favorite actors. You'll recognize him most as Russ Langmore from Ozark. He's also been in Black Mirror, Homeland, and movies like This Is Where We Live, Reparation. He's also on that new show on HBO, The Outsider. He's such an incredible performer. I love watching him. He's a master of magnetic stillness. It's such an incredible interview. He's so giving, and it's so inspiring to hear his journey about how he made it happen and never gave up. Here it is. Mark Menchaca, welcome to An Actor Despairs. How are you doing, man? Thanks. I'm good. I'm good. Dude, good thanks here. so much for being here. I'm such a massive fan of yours. There's... It's kind of an oxymoron when I say this, but there's a magnetic stillness to all your performances, and it's so en- entrancing to watch you perform, and it's just, you know, everything I've seen you in, this is where we live, Homeland, Generation Kill, Ozark, you know, man, I, I, I've i been so entranced by you, and i followed your career religiously, and I'm so excited, you know, I'm watching The Outsider every Sunday, and it's been amazing to watch you soar, man, it's, it's, it's nice to watch justice prevail, and you're so talented, and I'm so excited to talk to you, it means so much for being here. Um, thanks, that's incredibly generous, like, I'm... Um- Glad to be here. Yeah, it means a lot to me. You, you almost made me cry. That's <laughs> like a little bit too much. Oh, man. Well, dude, you deserve it, man. I, I'm so moved by everything you do. And let's start from the beginning. You grew up in Texas, right? Yep. I'm uh, from San Angelo, Texas, out West Texas, like by Midland, Odessa. Okay. I always have to say it's by Midland, Odessa, Abilene, Lubbock. Got it. And people go, okay, I kind of know where it is. We were just talking about like kind of, not in a derogatory sense, the other America. Was that kind of part of that, what do you feel like? Or is it a city more so? I mean, it's it's a city, but it's a, it has such a small town feel to it. I mean, when I say city, it's not like a big city, but yeah. um, it's, it's bigger now because there's been an oil boom in the past, you know, six to eight years, something like that. And so people have moved in and like companies have come in, but um, no, it's pretty, I mean, we were pretty country well, growing up. So you grew up on like maybe land or? No, I grew up in town, but I, um, 
I grew up working on farms and ranches. Okay. And so like Yellowstone and, style, you know, like yeah, that show. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. That's amazing. So what, what did your parents do? Uh, my dad has a flooring store. Wow. He was, a, he was a teacher and a coach for a long time and then took over my mom's dad's, uh, flooring store. My mom was a teacher, uh, for pretty, her whole career. And now wow. she just retired. Vol- she's retired, but she, volunteers like every single day and oh she's substituting (laughs) well no she does she works she works with organizations and um she's probably busier than when she was a teacher now and and when you look back on growing up there was that an enjoyable time in your life or did you feel like a a constant need to to get to a bigger city i never wanted to leave you did it wow no so you loved it i loved it i mean i played football and soccer growing up and and football like Friday Night Lights was based on that part of Texas. Wow. Uh, like on our rival team. So, um, I mean, football is one of the greatest memories of my life. And you played? Yeah. What was your position? Uh, I played a, a split tight end like my first two years. Wow. And then, uh, and then I was a, and I was a painter. Wow. Which we were just like these smaller outside linebackers, uh, that just rushed. Every play. No way. Yeah. <laughs> Didn't your friends make it to the NFL? No, I don't. I mean, we had some, we had some guys go play, um, D one or whatever. D one schools. I really didn't have any desire to, after high school. I was like, I mean, I literally was one of those guys. I was like, I'm going to go to tech. I went to Texas A&M. I was going to, I'm going to go to Texas A&M. Then I'm going to move back to San Angelo. And what did you study do, there? I started out in business wow. until I started getting terrible grades. Like I hated it. Yeah, you were and, miserable. Uh, so, and then I came. Well, I came to New York after my. I was like, I think I want to be an actor. Um, talk to me about that. What what kind of enticed you? What was there a film, a movie, a play, a moment? There, there were kind of two things. One was um, De- a girl, Dead Poet <laughs> Society. Oh, the best. Uh, and I remember thinking after watching that, I was like, I want to do whatever that film is making me feel. Yeah. And then in high school, we had this like project graduation, which was basically everybody was locked into a mall. So people didn't go out and drink and whatnot. Yeah. And we had this, there was a hypnotist that came and it was, uh, I, he asked for volunteers. I went up on stage and I'd never, I mean, I think I did, I did a play when I was like yeah. in elementary school. I was not nutsy, the squirrel. Right. Right. Uh, which, you know, I'm not going to go back to those <laughs> yeah. days and be like, I've been acting since I was yeah. a kid. Um, but yeah, no, there was this hypnosis and, and I went up on stage and he was telling me to do all this stuff. And I was like, I'm, I'm not, I'm not hypnotized, but I was like, I can do it. Yeah. And then I started doing stuff that, probably was not very Christian. Yeah. And um, I was like, I can do it because I, under the guise that I'm hypnotized. hypnotized. And then people would started laughing. And I remember that, the feeling that I got yeah. when I was on stage and I was like, this is great. You're a performer. And then they kind of, uh, yeah, went together and I came up to New York um, the summer after my sophomore year of college. What made you strategize New York versus LA? Cause I feel like Texas is a little closer to California. Did you have an idea of theater or film like at, on um, both coast or? Well, actually I went to, uh, it's funny you ask. Cause I went to LA after my freshman year and that summer I went with a couple of friends of mine and, um, 
And we were like, we're going to move to LA and be movie stars and da 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 da. Yeah. And then I told him, and I was like, I'm going to drop out of school and I'll, you know, I'll get back into school in California at some point. And your uh, parents being in academia, did they panic or were they supportive or? I wouldn't, they might have panicked for a minute. Yeah. But there was a, my, my dad grew up in a very small town outside of my hometown. Like he was in a graduating class of six. Wow. And, and kind of, they're kind of like pseudo family. This, this other family that my dad grew up with. Um, he's a television director named Felix Alcala and had a very successful career. And when I told him, I was like, I think I'm going to move to California. They were like, hold on a second. Um, let, let's put you in touch with Felix. Yeah. And I got in touch with Felix and he basically gave me the talk like, you shouldn't do any of this, you know, the, the, the LA the, scene or well, no, just like being an actor. Oh, he gave wow. me that talk of like, don't do it. Yeah. I've had Go friends. Be a doctor. Yeah. 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 So I can tell yeah. you how to do all these yeah. different things, but I cannot tell you how to be an actor. Yeah. And he said, but if you want, then you should go to New York. And, um, he said, I'm going to send you some places. Um, he faxed me. Wow. You know, came through the fax machine, um, back in 96. Shout out Felix. <laughs> and, uh, <laughs> And he sent me a list of schools, and I I kind of went through them, and I I ended up coming up for a circle in the square. Yeah, that, that Kevin summer. Bacon, and yeah. and um, and then that that summer I was like, at New York, yeah, over over L.A. And I and oddly my my two friends that I'd gone to L.A. with came up at the end of the summer, and um, when I was done, and we Mandy, who was one of my best girlfriends, and growing up. Um, her cousin is Ethan Hawk and we ended up going to dinner with Ethan and his mother. His mother was in town. Wow. Uh, we went to El Teddy's down in Tribeca and I, you know, I was, this is my first, I was like, <laughs> yeah, I'd be wow, shaking. This is, the, this is the guy that's in, that was in Dead, Dead Poets Society. Yeah. It, it, it was, and then we went to, we went to a bar afterwards and I remember he was, he was drawing on, there was like, you know, paper on the yeah. table and he had, there were crayons and he was like drawing stuff and I was like, I don't think I'm cut out for this. I can't draw. I, 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 he's like an actual an artist through yeah, and through. He's an artist through too. <laughs> and uh, and then oddly enough, I literally just I ran into him at Sundance briefly. Oh, recently? Uh, just yeah. Last Did you remember week. the moment? Uh, it was very quick, but I was I, I was like, Mandy Anzers is a good friend of mine. We went to dinner like 25, 25 years ago. That yeah, this happened. First time I've seen him since then. Wow. Uh, but it was fun. It was, yeah, it was fun to see him. That's amazing, man. And then, so when you were here, was it a conservatory you were doing? I did. Uh, well, I just did the summer program. Oh, it's just the a summer Squ program. Circle in the Square. Went back, finished college, moved to Austin. Was, got, was Linklater doing films there at that time? Or was that kind of before Linklater and Rodriguez had their... No, they they were doing films. And oddly, I've, I've never auditioned for a single film no that way. Linklater or Rodriguez has done. I just met um, Robert, Robert Rodriguez's uh, cousin. She works for Jason Bateman's company for okay. Aggregate. Okay. Um, and she's friends with a buddy of mine. We, we met at this uh, at his birthday party. And she was like, you've never auditioned for any, for either of them. I was like, yeah. no, nope, never, never, uh, never gone into a room for one of their projects. Um, 
so I I did a couple of jobs in Texas. Had yeah. some because there's know, a little bit of like a film TV commercial business there outside of like the big two yeah. guys, right? Yeah, yeah, there 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 used to be a lot more back yeah. then, like back before Atlanta you know, was a 99, thing, ninety nine, two thousand, yeah, yeah, and then and then I I had a, one of the best acting teachers I've ever had. Was in Austin. Wow. And he was actually in This Is Where We Live. Oh. He played the father. Oh, he was incredible. Um, Yeah. I was going to ask if were those locals, because we were just talking about locals in a movie. (laughs) Yeah. He, uh, there was, I remember one night after class, I, at the time I was kind of my side gig was, I was um, a caregiver for this guy with cerebral palsy. Oh, wow. It was very, that was a very hard thing for me to leave. And I. It was kind of keeping me in Austin. I mean, I have no, I'm grateful for every single second. I'm still friends with really good friends with the family and we still do stuff Amazing. together, but it was really, it was difficult for me to leave that. Yeah, I can imagine. Um, after like, you know, it was like three years, like we were together almost yeah. every day. And when we touch on the film, we'll, we'll have to bring and, it back to this. Yeah. yeah. And, uh, yeah. And Ron pulled me aside after class one day and he was like, get out of town. Go to New York. Like, go to New York, study at Esper Studio. and Did you? Uh-huh. Nice. Yeah. Um, I had Terry Knickerbocker on the show recently. Oh, you did? Yeah, 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 yeah. Yeah, yeah. I know Terry. Yeah, Terry's great. Yeah. And how was that experience? Did you do the two-year or the summer or what did you do? Uh, I did the two-year. Nice. And Did you respond to Meisner? I, yeah. Well. I mean, it, uh, I was telling – well, I mean, I, I talk about it quite a bit, I think, but with people – it's fun to kind of go back. Those, those, it was so, it was such a, uh, a fun part of this whole thing. I didn't like when I came up, I didn't audition for anything. Yeah. I was just, I was just there. I was like a student. I totally. wanted to study. And yeah. Like, Doing scenes. Um, <laughs> scenes and yeah. movement class yeah. and repetition. Voice and, <laughs> um, I mean, it, it, it like that for me, it, it changed my life. Yeah. I mean, I got to know myself in a completely different and scary way than totally. I knew myself. Actors are most, the most self-aware people on <laughs> earth. You know, it's crippling almost. <laughs> yeah. Um, so yeah. And that was, I've studied with Suzanne and, um, um, I love her. Can't talk about her too much. Cause I'll crack. Um, I still call her for, wow. on jobs and whatnot. It's amazing. But yeah, she changed my life. Wow. And then um, graduating that, because I, I know Esper, I went to Strasburg. Mm-hmm. A lot of these schools, they don't they do not do showcases. So I'm sure you're kind of similar to me that you, when that ended, you're like, well, how do I, how do I get auditions now? You know? Yeah. So, so what did you do? Did you do the Actors Connection one-on-one thing? I did. I did one-on-one. And you know what? I actually, I ran into Mark. I sat next to him at a film in, uh, in uh, Sundance. No way. Um, last week. I hadn't seen him in a long time. And. Um, oddly, it was kind of funny because it, I didn't, I met, I decided at one point I was like, okay, I'm going to, I'm going to go into debt. Yeah. I'm going to spend as much money as as I need to, to meet as many casting directors. Totally. I was like, screw the agents. Nobody's going to pick me up. Yeah. Until I have credits. One of these yeah. Things. Yeah. Um, I was like, I'm going to meet every casting director I can. I'm going to do it for a year. And then maybe I'll, if, if. It's if it's not working, then I'll write something. I'll, I'll do I'll yeah. Do something. Yeah, I, I, yeah. I almost went into the military. Wow. And uh, but at Sundance, I ran into Mark, who was was you know the owner th- and thanks creator. to yeah one on one. I did get to meet a lot of these 
casting directors, but I also ran into Emily Gerson Sains, who's a manager, and she's um, Phil Ettinger, who's the lead of the film, and is freaking amazing. Wow. You should talk to Phil sometime. Uh, and he's, if, if you don't mind expanding on that, because I know a lot of actors listening are in that one-on-one, you know, pay-for-play trenches, so to speak. And, you know, there's so many beautiful things. Like, I, 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 so many people I've met, you know, Kathleen Turner, and so many connections I've made through casting have all been at one-on-one. But it can be it can be a bit of a bummer sometimes. And how are you staying inspired in this? Like, what was keeping you through? He, even my former guest, Shay Wiggum, he did one-on-one for years, and that's what got him going. Yeah. So what was keeping you, like... You know, because so many people, I feel like now, and maybe it's the social media thing, everyone's like, I got to get an agent or a manager. And they don't think about the casting element from their perspective. Yeah, well, I I think it's so amazing that you did that because I, so many actors <clears throat> I meet, they're like, I'm just trying to meet with agents or managers. I'm like, I don't think that's the right thing. Yeah, I just, I kind of figured out because uh, I, I did meet, go and meet with some agents and managers and you get, you know, be like, maybe this is the one. Like, yeah, get your hopes up totally. and then. I'd get there and talk and it was, it was very, you know, it was very surface level. Yeah. And I was like, they're not going to like, they're not going to yeah. take me. Yeah. I, I, I haven't done anything. Yeah. Um, I got no leverage, no momentum. Yeah. yeah. And so, you know, and so that's when I started, I was like, I'm just going to do casting directors. And, uh, I, there's no way to think all of these casting directors in the city enough yeah. that have, you know, continued to like bring you in. And, yeah. And they become um, fans even of you. When, yeah, yeah. Even when I'm like, I, who was it recently? I was like, I've been auditioning for them for 10 years and I finally got my first job through their office. What, what, what like, project was it? Uh, I, I cannot remember. I, I'm, I just remember this happening last year. I was like, um, I can't remember which one it was. Yeah, I'm here. Oh, I, you know what? I think it was. I think it was. Uh, I think it was Henry Russell and Allison Estrin. Oh, Allison Estrin. Yeah, totally. Who is totally rad? Yeah. Um, it, Henry as well. I mean, I could name Christine yeah, Kroger, Alex yeah, Pogo. Like, I love <laughs> yeah. all of yeah. these people. Yeah. Uh, Shout out all casting. Allison did. She cast the Evening Hour. Um, but yeah, no, I've been auditioning for them for forever, and then. Um, who gave you your first credit or what was your first credit uh, with them or well, no, with, just in general, in general. Yeah. Alex Vogel and Christine Cromer. I met, I met generation Chris, kill. Yeah. I met, I mean, it wasn't my, I think I did like a, an under five on guiding light or something. Yeah. And, and, uh, but yeah, generation kill. I, I met Christine Cromer at one-on-one. Yeah. Um, and, I ended up going back to her class like two, two or three times because I was, I just didn't feel like I'd um, shown her my, yeah. my best work. And then, and then I ended up, so the whole thing with Emily Gerson Sains, I had a friend that worked in her office and she gave me the, the login to their breakdowns, which I just told her this, this, this uh, last week. <laughs> no I was like, I kind of have to thank you for my first yeah. job. Yeah. So I would, you know, I'd get done waiting tables and then I'd go and just like, Start going through the breakdowns and seeing what you're right for. Throwing packets together yeah. and then run around town. Self submitting yourself. Yeah. Wow. I love it. And uh, Christine called me in and uh, yeah. And then now, like Alexa and Christine are two of my 
best friends here in the city. Well, and what is that like going from like, you know, being in those classes to working with the greatest David Simon and Ed Burns, you know, of all time. And, and, and that's a, that was a big budget show, you know, that yeah. was, you guys shot in Africa, right? We shot in, yeah, we were like down there for six, seven months. And, um, I mean, it was incredible because all the, most of those guys on that show were, uh, scars, guard, James Ransom. Yeah. Yeah. You. I mean, that was, that was Alex's first, American thing, American right. lead, yeah. Um, Before True Blood, yeah, and it was, I was, it was great because all of us were kind of like Michael Kelly was, yeah, I love you know, Michael he Kelly. was, uh, he he had been in the business for a while, and Lee yeah. Turgeson had been in the business a yeah. while. I had Tom Fontana on the show, Lee oh, did, you did? Uh, yeah, 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 yeah. Um, so they were kind of our like mentors. Yeah, we, I mean, we called Michael like he was Uncle Mikey, and he was really great to all of us, and. Um, that it was, I, we had a, we had a boot camp. I was scared. I was going to get fired. I was like, I don't think I have this job yet. We went and did a boot camp. And then we had this a full on mission this one night and Stark Sands wasn't down yet because he was still doing a play that he was up. Yeah. They, they got, was up for a Tony. And uh, so I was the, I was the highest one in command on this mission. And I was like, I don't, we went out and like the, all the stunt guys were, you know, they were, dressed up as enemy and they were all hidden up in the wow. hills and whatnot. And we had to dig in and do this camp. And then I would have to send people out like and a real had, mission control. Yeah, yeah. And we had, you know, we had, they were all blanks. Yeah. But like I remember people were going up and, uh, I'd send a crew out and then I'm just hearing like, <laughs> and then they start uh, like some more went out and then uh, people started yelling for help. Wow. And I I did the exact thing that I was not supposed to do. And I was like, I was like, screw this. And I just got my weapon and I started running, <laughs> ran up the hill. And I was like, I'm going to get fired if I, don't, if I don't save the situation. <laughs> and then I, uh, turns out that, that they loved you. Yeah, it, well, <laughs> nobody was getting fired yeah. at that point. Yeah. Yeah. Um, but anyway, how do we, but anyway, and those guys were all like, some of my best buddies in the business still today. Yeah. Wow. It's such an incredible show. You know, David Simons, you know, him and Tom Fontana, they created television, you know, it wouldn't be what it is without yeah. them. Netflix, none of that, none of it would exist. And, you know, it's such an interesting time because it was before Netflix. And then what did it feel like to go from being in these classes to being on this, like, you know, multi-million dollar project with some of the biggest people in the world that was it, were you nervous? Did you kind of feel like that was your film school, so to speak? Um, I, th I mean, I was nervous at first, uh, but I think going through the boot camp and like get like seeing David wasn't down there until the end because yeah. he was finishing up the wire. Uh, so it was Ed Burns and um, and then like some of the other producers and we had two great directors, uh, Susanna White and Simon Kellen Jones. And it kind of they it, they did that boot camp did a really good job of us like feeling confident. Yeah, yeah. Because a lot of us were pretty new. Yeah. Um, I mean, Alex had worked, uh, you know, quite a bit, and so had uh, James and Lee and Michael. But like, it kind of that kind of like got everybody grounded and. Yeah. Um, and it's cool to have a company of actors like that that are taking you under, and you yeah. know, you're like, oh, that's that's how it's done, you yeah. know? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, so it was so much fun, but I, there were, pro I'm trying to think of like what other, 
What other uh, Homeland? I was very yeah. You were uh, on season one. I mean, that was that that show. You know, I mean, obviously you had Ozark later, but that show when that came out, that was such a a monumental hit. You yeah. know, especially that first season. What was it like working with Claire and, and Damien? Um, I mean, Damien was great. I I didn't. I never I really didn't have with scenes with Claire. Claire. Yeah. Um, I I know I know her through friends not yeah. well but like we met sweet girl i wish i would have gotten to work with her but I didn't. yeah soon um, very soon <laughs> but i remember i was fairly that was like one of those jobs that i got pretty dadgum nervous on because number one i when i got that job um i had like 60 bucks wow to my name i got i i, I was i went into my manager's office to be like, do y'all have any friends that have bars? Because I, I couldn't like, I couldn't get a job, uh, oh. like doing anything. Like yeah. nobody would hire me. Yeah, like, bars wouldn't hire me. And literally, when I was in there, that the the appointment came in, and he was like, ah, just go book this. I was like, oh, easy for you to yeah, say, say this. <laughs> um, but then, but it, you know, it was like a the first that episode I did first season was like a, it was like a three page monologue. Yes. Yeah. And I had never, I hadn't worked with on a show with like, you know, people like Claire and Damien and, yeah. um, Mandy and I'm trying to think, oh, my, my buddy, uh, yeah, that Walker or whatever his name is. Yeah. Uh, I know his God, name. I love, uh, he's, he's so a great good. actor. He's on the blacklist. Oh, God. Oh, Mike, are you talking about Mike? Yeah. Yeah. Mike. Yeah. 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 yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. yeah he's become a really good friend of mine. Yeah. You should, get, you should get him on. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Sometime. You have to connect it, yeah. Um, but uh, it was it, but that – I will say that that job did – I remember when I was done with that scene, I couldn't uh, – it was one of those that I felt like I uh, I was kind of – you know, you go through uh, yeah. like a Meisner school or Strasburg or whatever and you – you take those tools and then at some point you forget, I don't want to say you forget that they're, you kind of forget that they're there and they're yeah. just working on their own. And I, it was one of the first times that I, I was like, okay, I can trust that what I did yeah. um, is I, I know how to do it. Yeah. I don't have to go back and like figure it out every to, time. Yeah. yeah. Um, and I just loved that. I, like I loved that character so much. It yeah. was, uh, was he handicapped on the page, or was that something you added? Yeah, he had been. Well, originally they were going to have like green screen. Uh, oh like, no, legs like no, Lieutenant yeah. Dan. Yeah. Um, and then they decided to go that other direction. So um, it was like you know been. It was, he was near where a bomb had gone off, and yeah. it was just like shrapnel all in the legs and. Um, yeah, but there was something, there was something about that character. I, I remember, I think it was like, it was like three, at least three pages of almost a monologue. There were a couple of things said here and there. Um, but I think combined with like the fact that I love the material so much and that I had $60 to my name. Yeah. Um, I think, I think I, I literally think I had that entire thing down and like, 45 minutes. Wow. I was like, I just want to go do this right yeah. now. Then the monologue was the audition. Yeah. Wow. Um, and that's, that's Judy Henderson, and, right? Yeah. 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 
she's uh, she was great. I, somebody was talking about her the other day. I was like, man, I hadn't seen her in a long time. That's amazing, man. And so then I'm curious, you know, when you have these huge shows and these huge credits, you obviously kept working, but then you wrote and co-directed a film called This Is Where We Live, and you spoke about it earlier that you were a caregiver. And I, that film is so touching. I, I, I love that film so much. And the guy that played August is incredible. And you, you said the guy that played the father was your teacher. Talk to me about the idea for that. Like, you know, a lot of actors, when they kind of get the momentum that you were having – kind of could get cocky and be like, well, I'm, I'm just going to keep working. Talk to me about the desire to, to, to tell that narrative. Um, well, I mean, that kind of, that kind of came about because I was like, you know, I was going through another dry spurt spell. where yeah. I was like, I think I, when I, I think I started writing when I was in LA and I was very like, depressed everybody was working and i wasn't yeah which is always the case in la it's like yeah i know why, why aren't all you guys yeah see it's so on a job and i'm not uh, and i started writing then and um it was actually and I, I we ended up shooting it after after that first season of homeland um but i started writing because number one i did want to tell that the, that relationship yeah. means so much to me in my life. Was that, was a lot of that movie actual events that happened with the the person you were taking care of? Or no, okay, it was more inspired the, by it was the like the relationship was kind of the that was the, the impetus yeah. for it, yeah. and the the families are very very different. Yeah. Um, but it was it was mainly just the that relationship. And you got Frankie Shaw before. Yeah, I love Frankie. Oh my God, she's incredible. I, we didn't know Frankie was like gonna shoot to the moon. <laughs> yeah. You know? Um, she was great though. I, I, how did I? My buddy Ben Fuquay, who produced it, um, he, he's good at like like finding talent. Yeah. And he brought her up, and I was like. I think we were looking at like, um, what's her name? Britt. Marling. Yeah. Britt yeah. Marling. Yeah. But she was already kind yeah. of like yeah. a little bit. She was, she was just yeah. out of yeah. Our, yeah. 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 our reach. Another Earth was amazing, yeah. amazing film. Um, and little did we know Frankie was about to do that same thing. But I came, I went out, I flew out to LA and met with her. And she just kind of like, I was like, she fits this yeah. family. Like, it, it all works. Where did you find the mom? The mom was so great. Uh, CK was a, an old, like she was an acting teacher of mine before Ron. Wow. In Austin. And I remember when I was writing it, I was like, I had her in mind the, the whole time. Yeah. And, um, so I, 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 I was in Austin at one point and I, you shot that in Texas mm -hmm. wow. out in the whole country, a little bit in my hometown. Um, but I met with her and I was like, I'm just letting you know, uh, you're going to be in my film. Yeah. You don't have any, you don't have a say, like I've written this for you. And, um, she was wonderful. Wow. Yeah. It. And, and, and the guy who played August, he was not actually disabled, right? No. Uh, it's Tobias Siegel. Such an He's amazing a, performance. I mean, that's uh, like Leo Gilbert grape levels. I mean, mm. I, I was like, well, how did you get this disabled actor to give so much emotion? And that went on IMDb, and I was like, whoa. Um, yeah, Tobias is here in New York. I met him on a film actually right before that. It was like small little indie. We yeah. shot out in the 
in the desert in California and it was a two hander. And I said, this was like two months before we were going to start shooting. Yeah. And I hadn't, I'd met, uh, we had this girl, Christine Bruno, um, who has cerebral palsy. She's an actor here in New York. Um, we connected with her and she was kind of our like disability consultant yeah. on the film. And so we met, we originally met with, uh, we were we were going to use an actor that uh, had cerebral palsy, but but the only problem was the the character that I had written was wouldn't wasn't like strong, like right. you know wasn't built. Yeah, and a, and a lot of the most every actor we met with, like they 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 were that like Guns. muscles. Yeah. That was like, it just wouldn't make yeah, sense. Yeah, and yeah. So and Christine was like she she was good with it yeah um and i was i was working on this film with tobias and i was like dude i want you to read this script yeah you're not really gonna say anything yeah but you're gonna have a lot to say he says yeah (laughs) and uh and i had him meet with uh with my buddy thomas kind of spent a week with him um down in austin before we started shooting and i ended up kind of just like we were busy getting, you know, prepping for the film. Yeah. And I kind of just let them do their own thing. I let him spend, like, he got to spend time with Thomas and his, the, uh, his caregiver at the time and, um, kind of like going through everything, every part of the day. Yeah. And, and I remember we, we got out to the house that we were shooting at and, you know, I, I was dealing with a bunch of other stuff and I, I finally was like, do you want to just go like sit in the living room and just kind of play scene? Yeah. Yeah. Just see what happens. And oh, I'll do it. It'll get me. I, I started crying immediately when I saw what he was doing. He, if you, if you could see my buddy Thomas, like what Tobias did was, it was, uh, it was so spot on. Yeah. Um, it shows. And he was, yeah. God, I love that guy. Yeah, you and him stole the show. It was yeah. incredible. How was it, you know, switching chairs and, and moving into the director chair? Was that a good experience for you? Is that something you maybe do more of in your life? Uh, yeah. No, I really, I, the first day that I got, um, I tried to back out of playing in the film. Oh, like, you did? Last minute. No way, dude. No one yeah. else could have played that. And, no uh, way. My buddy Ben was like, nope, we don't have any money to pay anybody. So, yeah. uh, you got to do it. Um, but because it was too personal or you just, you just, didn't- I, I just, I was, yeah. I, I started getting, I'd never directed before. Yeah. I was like, um, I got to be good at this. I mean, thank God for my buddy Josh Barrett, who I would say I co directed with Josh. Yeah. Uh, Josh was like, I, it, the film would not have been made without him. Yeah. But, um, and we kind of, Ended up taking, like, he took Frankie and, uh, I think he took Frankie and Tobias and I took Ron and CK and we yeah. so we kind of just split up the actors. Got it. And, uh, but the first time that I actually got to get behind and watch Monitor in a scene that I wasn't in yeah. was, uh, it was incredible. Uh, it was, I, I, and I almost, I was like, well, no, I'm glad I did it. But yeah. I was, I was like the next one. I, I would kind of just like, I kind of just want to direct it. Yeah. And not, um, not be going back and forth. Yeah. I'm not as, uh, talented as 
Jason Bateman. No, you are, man. You really are. Uh, do that on on the turn of a dime. And then and then talk to me. You know, when that film came out, I know you won Best Actor at Breckenridge, and it did other really wild festivals. Did that kind of garner a new audience in the industry for you? People that hadn't seen you in that light before. Like, do you feel like it opened the Ozark door for something like that to happen? Or, well, uh, I mean, maybe I. I mean, the I always. I'm very touched when somebody there, there haven't been a, a, a ton, but like when anybody comes up and says, were you in this film? This is where we live. Yeah. And I'm like, how did you see that? Yeah. Film? You know, I'm, yeah. I'm always surprised. <laughs> yeah. I but, love that film. It's um, incredible. I, it, I, I, you know, I'm an actor and I've been trying to write as well. And I'm so inspired by the tone of that film. I, I send it to so many people as a reference. Oh, thanks. Yeah. Yeah. It's an incredible film. Um, now what was your, what was the question? Oh, did did it kind of change the tonal perception of you? Because that's such a, a poignant character and sentimental. And did that open new doors for, you know, Ozark was kind of your next big commercial thing. Yeah. And, and critically as well. But um, yeah, I mean, maybe it colored Alexa's uh, like how she saw me a little yeah. bit because she actually Alexa came on as a, an executive producer wow I didn't know that um, wait Alexa I mean, Fogel casted Ozark yeah I didn't know that yeah wow um, for some reason I thought it was Carmen Cuba maybe I'm thinking Stranger Things yeah yeah I remember when Alexa uh, we sent her a cut and she goes you know what it doesn't suck <laughs> and I and, I've, I've come to find out that that's actually a compliment yeah. when somebody says it doesn't suck it might be good, yeah. You know, yeah. Um, and yeah, she came on and and really uh, helped us kind of navigate festival world. And, yeah. And was that a good um, experience doing the festival world? Yeah, yeah. it's super fun. Uh, you know, it's fun as a filmmaker because a lot of the like South by and uh, well, I guess every festival yeah. is kind of geared towards the filmmakers. Yeah. And if you go as an actor, you don't go to a lot of the things that the filmmakers of go course, to. Yeah. Um, but yeah, it was, it was met a lot of great people and that, uh, we had a, there was, what was the oh, short term 12 was what we kind of like, we're on the circuit with that. And uh, I was like, you Brie guys, you guys, you guys made, you guys made a, such a good movie <laughs> and you're going to take it all. What the fuck? <laughs> no, they're great. Uh, I love that film. That's a great film. And I love the Keith man. Yeah. Yeah. Keith. Yeah. John Gallagher. Yeah. John Gallagher. Rami's first, you know, breeze. Yeah, yeah. I totally forgot yeah. that he was in that. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, yeah. Um, somebody said that the other day. I was like, yeah. Oh yeah. He was like doing weird things at first. He was like need for speed that, and then yeah. Mr. Robot happened. And yeah. That's amazing. So then talk to me about Ozark. What was that? You know, when you got that script and that audition, did you have an idea of wrestling more would become this thing that would be so monumental and, and Julia Garner, you know, uh, and, and Charlie, I mean, you guys had such amazing chemistry. Yeah. And, I, you, this is, it's a recurring, it's a recurring theme in, in an actor's life. I think, um, when I got that audition, I, I was, Nine months out of a job. Wow. I could not. And this is another time where yeah. I like, I tried to go to bars and restaurants. Nobody would hire me because I hadn't done that. In yeah. So long. Yeah. It's been five years off. Here. And, uh, I was so frustrated and I was so broke. And I, 
Alex Skarsgård. Yeah. We just like, he was in town or, or I don't even know if he was in town, but um, he was like, Hey, I've got a trip for if you want to go. And I was like, yeah, I need to get out of town. Yeah, please. I don't care where we go. Change my scenery. Just yeah. get me out of yeah. town. Yeah. Cause I don't have the money to do it. Yeah. You know? <laughs> and he was doing press for Tarzan. Wow. And uh, we were going to go, we were maybe going to go to China. We were going to Tokyo, maybe China after that. They didn't really know. You were they just were, going with the press yeah. with him. Okay, cool. Yeah. Companion ticket. Totally his, done that. His girlfriend, <laughs> his girlfriend couldn't go. And uh, over the years, I've kind of, uh, I've, I've been his default date to his a lot girlfriend. of um, In fact, I think someone, one time somebody Googled uh, Alex Skarsgård's partner. And it was like, <laughs> there's, a, there's a picture of us that comes up. Um, and I was like, uh, you just, so I, I had to get my, it was this thing and it was rushed cause it was happening soon. Yeah. I had to get my passport to a courier service. I was on my way to, to, um, to this Ozark audition. Yeah. And I'd been given the wrong address. Like I know where Alexa's office yeah. is. But it said a different office. I was like, oh, maybe she just. She moved. Yeah. 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 Um, and I get to the wrong address and that's where the courier service was going to pick my passport up. And right. it was like they were having to rush it out to JFK wow. to fly it to LA to get this, uh, to get the, the, um, uh, visa or whatever. Yeah. And I get there and I'm like, Alexa's not here. So now I'm running late to the audition. I'm still, Panicking. I'm like kind of wanting to like look over the side, yeah. but I'm also like, I just want to get this thing to the courier. Yeah. And then your mind I, wasn't I a, in the whole yeah, result. I had, I had a lot of stuff to do in the next couple of days before I was going to Tokyo. I was like, yeah. you know, running around. <clears throat> and, uh, so I get down to, I get down to Alexa's office and I went and I said, gave my passport to the girl at the desk. Yeah. And I was like, okay. And I, and I was having to Multitask. deal with people in LA who yeah. didn't know they were the ones that were trying to tell the courier service where to go. And I was like, just tell them. I was like, you know, it was a million hands you were juggling. Yeah. And I went in the room and I, I said, Alexa, um, I've got to get my passport to somebody. I don't have much time. Let's, let's, let's do this. Yeah. And, uh, I remember I, I, uh, Cause I, this was, you know, I thought the, the pilot was great. I yeah. loved the writing, yeah. but I was like, was it Bateman was attached? Yeah. Yeah. Okay. And, uh, I go, we all, I, I read, I read through it and it's, you know, it's like Southern character and Alexi yeah. goes, I feel like you're Russian. And I go, huh? You feel like I'm Russian? <laughs> and she goes, no, I feel like you're Russian. Yeah. And I was like, I know I've got this. I, <laughs> I've got to get my passport. Yeah. I'm worried yeah, about I getting get my passport plane. to the Tarzan. airport. Yeah. And uh, she was like, just, Mark, just take a breath. Let's do it again. Yeah. We did it again. She was like, great. Love it. I was like, okay, good to see you. Um, hug. I was like, I'm going, I'm going out of town with Alex. Yeah. Um, and she knows Alex very well. Uh and I really like. I was just like, I didn't care. Yeah, I, I I was I was like, I just let's get this thing done because totally. I've got a lot of things to do. Yeah, and um, and then in the middle of the trip, we went to Tokyo, and then we went to Sydney. Wow, 
and we landed in Sydney like six in the morning and we were at the hotel having breakfast and Alexa texted me. She was like, where are you? I was like, we just landed in, in Sydney, just having breakfast. She was like, I want to FaceTime you guys. And then, uh, FaceTime, we're like talking to her and she goes, Oh, Mark, um, I think you're going to be able to pay your rent for a while. No way. And I was like, what? And I literally had like, I ended up getting in trouble for this too. I had, I was having somebody claim unemployment for me while I was gone. No way to keep it going. Came back that. to bite me in the ass. I had to pay you him got all audited. that. <laughs> and uh, so I had. Oh, that's, no. what, that's what I had. I had my like unemployment check in the bank. I was fifty coming broke. in. Yeah. I've done the same thing, dude. And uh, and I was like, huh? And she was like, I'm getting the offer for Ozark. Don't tell your agent. I'm telling you. And I was like. What? Uh, and then I could. I was like, you told Alex, obviously, right? Yeah, yeah. yeah well, yeah, yeah, he was on the phone. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, and then, uh, yeah. So I kind of a credit. Uh, I kind of I should give credit to Alex for, um, like, getting my mind, like, right. uh, not giving a shit. Yeah. About this shout audition, out Alexander Skarsgård. I just needed to yeah, get out of town. Yeah. yeah. And uh, you know, sometimes those are the best totally. ones. Yeah. Cause you just have a fucking attitude. I know. <laughs> like literally that, that's yeah. what I try to, I, yeah. I try to do that. The ones you care the least and your mind's not there is always the one you book, you know? Mm-hmm. And then that obviously, I mean, that changed your life. I feel like that's how the world now knows about you and, and, and what you did with Russ Langmore. I mean, it's really two characters. There's the, the one he shows the kids and who he really is, you know? Yeah. And I love how you played that. I mean, what, what was it like tapping into that writing and that character? Cause the, the um, thing I talk about on this podcast that's a reoccurring theme and, and why I wanted you on the show so badly is like no other actor in the world could have played that character the way you did. No one. Oh, and that's the thanks. difference between, you know, good acting and great acting is the great actors. No one else could play that. You know, the way Heath Ledger, Joaquin played the Joker. No one could have done what Mark did on that. And thanks, man. You brought, I mean, obviously Bateman and Laura Linney are amazing, but. I watched that show because of you, you know, like what you and Jason Butler Horner, that journey you went on. It was so obviously we live in a time now where we're, we're gay characters are a lot more prevalent. But at the time, that wasn't so true, you know, and I know that's only about yeah. three years ago. But what you did, it was such a heartbreaking journey. I, I cried, man. You know, oh, thanks. Yeah, I, I I cry for us too, myself. Yeah, still, um, I you know, that was one of those. Like, I felt like I just got lucky. Yeah. Um, but hard work. You, you know? don't know what, you know, going into a no, new show. I I only had, I had the pilot and the. Yeah. And, and the Netflix doesn't episode. really know which one's going to be a hit. I feel like they're producing so yeah. much. They they just don't um, know. I mean, I think you, I think you've got a good chance with, with Bateman yeah. involved. Uh, he's just like one of the best captains of the ship that I've worked with ever. Um, and he, you know, he treats it like he, he'll, he'll tell, he'll do a speech or whatever. And he's like, you know, we got to be a family here and, um, there's gonna be hard times and let's, but we have to support each other. And if we do treat each other like family, we're going to make something good. Yeah. Um, and, but I mean, when I got that, you know, I didn't. I didn't know the the whole story of Russ. Yeah. Oh, you only got it script by script. You didn't. I was yeah. getting script by script. Yeah. Uh, I mean, I was down in Atlanta like 
for most of the season. Did they tell you like in the in the pilot that hey, this character might be gay or no? I mean, there was a there was a question, you know, before I auditioned. Yeah. Are you okay with? Also, um, shout out to the actor who plays your brother. What's his name? Um, uh, Christopher James. Yeah, boy, he's incredible. I, yeah, <laughs> not 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 Boyd. Christopher James Baker. Boyd was yeah. his name. Uh, love Chris. Yeah. Um, he. Uh, so I did. I think there was a question like, "Are you okay with sexual uh, situations? Yeah. with a woman or a man? Yeah." And I was like, yeah. yeah. Um, but it was, I think I was, uh, I think it was maybe like third or fourth episode. Um, we were, we were at some people had come to the hotel, some, some of the cast. Yeah. And they, we were leaving, we were going in and I think it was, I think it was Sophia who plays Jason's daughter. Love Sophia. Um, we were walking through the door and she was like, so you got some broke back stuff coming up. <laughs> and I was like, hmm? Um, she was like, you not read the next couple episodes? And I was like, haven't got them. Yeah. Uh, and then I saw the showrunner the next day and uh, I was like, hey, Chris, uh, Sophia last night said I have some broke back stuff coming out. Yeah. Um, he was like, do you, you don't have the scripts? And I was like, no. He was like, well, that was a mistake. Yeah. Um, he was like, I'll fix that. And yeah. He was like, but come over here. We need to talk. Yeah. Uh, and then I, I mean, he told me and I was like, fuck. Yes. Yes. Amazing. I love it. Yeah. Um, and I, you know, it was, uh, I don't know. I think as an actor, you, you, you that you just want stuff that you can dig your teeth into totally. and give yourself to and and that was one I was like you know it just added so many layers to this yeah. character um who probably still didn't he didn't want to be seen yeah. as you know I think he says I ain't a faggot yeah um but he, he loves yeah beautiful yeah, scene in that hotel you know? room with you and Jason yeah um, and when you make that fucking fishing flyer oh my god kills mm, me every time man uh yeah he uh oh I mean the day I got the call that Russ was going away it was was a, was a very tough day yeah um there's just some uh, you know it's one of those characters that was really it was hard yeah. to like go up because yeah. I, you loved him. I loved him. Yeah. yeah. I gave a lot of me. I gave a lot of myself to him and I, it and shows. I, I didn't want, I didn't want him to go. Yeah. <laughs> um, but that, I mean, it, it was amazing that they, they brought you back for season two, you know, and then you had a scene that went viral. I don't, I don't know if it was planned this way. I, I don't think you can plan for something like that. But when you covered David Bowie's, the man who sold the world, are yeah. you, are you a musician? Uh, yeah. I play guitar. Wow. and and uh and sing i know i i mean i was i was incredibly nervous about that scene yeah. uh, i mean cuz if it went it, wrong it couldn't have it could have been really weird but it worked yeah. so well yeah it, i mean they they did that scene incredibly well yeah. i thought um and uh i don't know if anybody on who's asked me for 
a full cover of that song is listening to this, but I'm sorry. I've just been busy. And yeah. I, haven't. I actually did. I did. I did a recording with Gibson recently. I don't know if they're going to be able to put it out, but of that song. Yeah. Oh, wow. Amazing. Um, but yeah, the, no, it was, I, I it was so cool. You got how a great they voice. Brought, uh, I was, I was a little bit, I was a little bit hesitant at yeah. first and skeptical, but the way they did it was, it was so great. Yeah. It was beautiful. Uh, and Charlie is such a great actor. Yeah. Like, and anyone who's dealt with death, particularly of like a, a relative, let alone a parent, you know, you, you identify with that where yeah. you're always kind of talking your head to them, you know, yeah. about, uh, what would they say, you know? Yeah. Um, so, uh, yeah, it was, it was really cool. Jason's always like, I wish we would have kept you out of focus in episode 10. I wish we'd never like focused in, you know, when they, when I'm in the car with him at the yeah. end, when he's, when he's driving off. Yeah. And I kind of agree with you. Yeah. I think I think that would have been cool because you know it's me. Totally. Uh, anyways, we're not. I'm not going to um, bash anybody's choices. But <laughs> no. uh, um, did you? Did you? Obviously, did you and Jason get really close on that? Yeah. Well, yeah. He's he's uh, such a kind and generous and just funny dude. Yeah. Um, I think he knows I'm struggle not, well too. You know, he, yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah he, you know, I, I, I love it. He's kind of, he's like, he's like in his prime right yeah, now. Yeah. Yeah. He's totally in that. Um, but yeah, Jason, uh, is that how the outsider came back your way? Was that Jason or did that just kind of serendipitously work out? He, um, I don't know exactly how it worked out, but I was actually, I was in, uh, I was in South Africa doing this, doing a black mirror. Yeah, 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 that's right. You were in that one episode. Yeah, and I had I had auditioned for The Outsider, went a different direction. Thank God, because he's amazing. Jeremy Bob, thank you for taking that. <laughs> uh, I love uh, – that's another – Yeah. Just amazing. I love Derek and York. Ben Mendelsohn and Patty. I mean, it's such a yeah. great company of actors on that show. Um, Yul Vasquez. <laughs> uh, but I, I got to I – gotta, a text from him. It was like, Hey, give me a call when you get a Jimmy week. So we had to like this coordinate this call. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Um, and he called and he was like, there's a, there's this other part, you know, that the, the other part went a different direction, but, um, there's this other part that I think, I think, I think he'd be great. Yeah. And, uh, he's like, you know, just go on and read, read it with Alexa when you get back. Yeah. And, uh, and let's hopefully let's go make a fun, fun show. Yeah. So yeah, it did. You know, I don't know who who the first one to throw yeah. the ball up and say, "Let's see see how it works." Yeah, but um, but yeah, I mean, I'd work with Jason any day. He's uh, I Stephen King. I mean, what an icon, you know. I mean, I would. I, I never got to meet Stephen King um, yet. I, I yet. <laughs> uh, but I know I'm. I, apparently, he likes the show. Amazing. I've, I I actually. Before the show came out, I ran into um, Bill Camp. He lives in my oh, neighborhood. I love Bill Camp. One of the best. That's what I, I just, just make Bird that Man noise. Last night. I, I forgot he's in that. Yeah, yeah. That's the noise I make when I when I talk about Bill Camp because he's I, there's there's no words. Yeah, no words. Such a good guy. Um, he, I ran into him in the neighborhood and we were talking, and uh, later that night he texted me he was like dude 
literally just ran into Stephen King on Madison Avenue. No way. Saw the first nine ups, <laughs> said it's scary. Wow. Uh, and uh, I was like, that's awesome. I wonder who recognized too. Like, yeah, totally. I wonder if Bill saw Stephen King or yeah. Stephen King saw Bill. It'd be funny either way with the yeah. other coming up to the other. Like, I'm in your show. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> um, but, uh, yeah. I'll, I'll, hopefully I get to meet him one of these you days. You will, man. Yeah. yeah. That's amazing. Um, and and now I imagine, you know, you you probably – I, I don't want to say maybe you didn't have it before with Ozark's first season, but now I imagine you have kind of a degree of flexibility of, of choosing what's coming your way of, of projects, right? Uh, I've yeah, I'm trying to be, I'm trying to choose wisely. Yeah, I guess I would I say mean, it's, it's not like the the days of like you know when you were with Alex in in China where you're like, oh, I got to take anything. You're not gonna. Yeah. So that what does that feel like to finally be in this place where you get to be a little more selective than you've ever been able to? Um, What's interesting you now? What you know? It's I. It's very funny that you're asking this because I I I just got a. Uh, I'm doing a film. The one that was at Sundance, uh, or no? Oh, okay. uh, I'm doing. I'm, I start one in March. Oh, okay. Um, that's like I had this. I have this trip to L.A. Like it's not just to go to L.A. It's like we're Palm Springs and yeah. Um, some friends of mine are uh, the Lone Bellow, or like it's their the first nights of their tour, and something came in, was, and so the dates worked out perfectly. I yeah. start this thing in March, and I, I was like, I can have the the month, and something came, and then yesterday, something came in to start here on Friday, and I think my when I finally was like, no, I need this month. If I if they can start me on this date, I'll do it. Yeah. But I've I've the number of years as and you probably know this. Yeah. You book a trip. Yeah. And you book a job. Yeah. And I was like, I'm gonna keep this fucking trip. Yeah. It because it there, there's I don't want to get into it, but there's 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 something meaningful yeah. in this trip for me. And I was like, I'm I'm okay, like Saying no, like saying no to the money, yeah. Because uh, I've got something down the road, yeah. and I, it's not going to move the ticker one way or the other, totally. you know. Uh, but I think, the, uh, like a lot of yesterday, I spent in the mindset that we is always a recurring theme yeah. in an actor's life is like, am I? I got to pay my rent. Yeah, I got to. Um, do gotta, this other stuff. I gotta exist, I, and um, and it. Ne- I don't think it ever goes away. Yeah, I I sat on a, I sat on, I was on a flight with Blythe Danner ten or eleven years ago. Yeah, it was funny. I didn't know. I I I'm terrible at, at recognizing people. Yeah, but I did. I did recognize her, but not from being an actor. I used to wait tables on her. No way. And I was coming from a job in New Orleans. She was too, and I was like. I was like, do you live in New York? And she said, she said, uh, yes. And I said, you look so familiar to me. She goes, I'm an actress. My name's Blythe Danner. And I was like, oh, oh, yeah, 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 yeah. <laughs> I said, but I, I said, I, I think I used to wait tables on you at Michael's. And she was like, oh, my husband and I used to go there all the time. And oh. I was like, I was like, yeah, I used to wait tables on y'all and, um, and I still hadn't put together who her husband was or whatever. Anyways, 
the rest of the story, there's kind of some funny things about it. But um, the one thing I took away was she was telling me about, you know, she she was worried about like, you know, would she be able to pay for this and this and this? And she had to give up a job and she didn't know she was getting older and she didn't know yeah. she was going to, you know, she didn't know how much work was left for. Her. And I was right. like, Blythe, I think you're going to be okay. Yeah. You're, and she's Bonified. still working. Yeah. yeah still yeah. working yeah. like a champ today. Totally. But I was like, I just took away. I was like, I, it's all, I think it's always in our heads. Yeah. Like, even what when if, you make it, you're what still. If, what if this is the last? Yeah, thing I do. Thing. Yeah. Um. No, you're not the last thing, but like, what if you know you get some momentum and then it's like dries up. When's it gonna When's it gonna stop? Yeah. When's, is it? You know, I don't know. The it's panic a, and the mania are always gonna be there for yeah. artists. Yeah. It always will. Um. And maybe that's what keeps us going. Yeah. <laughs> Any, any chance of you writing something? Do you have anything in the works you could talk about or? Uh, I have, I've started a couple of things. Okay. I don't know if I would really want to talk right, about fair. it. Yeah. Um, because it's not far enough down the line that I'm, uh, that I'm there with it, but there it's, it, there's so, something that deals with, uh, when you, when a person goes into a really bad, dark place. Yeah. I know it well. I'm three um, years sober. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. I get it. Uh, so yeah. That's amazing. And then you said you will hopefully direct again one day. I hope so. Yeah. I, I mean, I would love to and I'd love to work with the, you know, the same guys that I, yeah. Sounds did like you got an amazing company of friends and um, actors and you're it's doing something. Yeah. Just like, is it surreal being here now? Talk, I mean, out loud saying all this, that it's yeah. like, yeah, this is my life now. I know. It's, yeah. And it is. Yeah. You know, it's been really 20 years since I kind of started to dabble in it. Yeah. And, uh, I don't know. I, I, I never knew what, when or it, if it was. Yeah. 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 Um, and it was, it was funny. I went back the, the, there's a, this West Texas Counseling and Guidance Center in my hometown, and um, they do a lot of suicide prevention work and work with veterans. And they had a this kind of like uh, gala night, yeah. and um, and I went back as the like speaker. Well, it's kind of like the uh, the guest of honor. Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. And there's like people in my hometown that I that know I, you. I knew I knew almost everybody. Not I didn't know all of them, yeah, but I knew almost everybody. Totally. I was like, I don't you know, it was it was very sweet and, and we, you know, raised some money for oh, um, for the center and but it was very touching yeah. just some you know, some people uh stood up that I know very well that yeah. they're like we're really proud of you. Yeah. And I was like, but I'm just, I'm still me. The dude yeah. from San Angelo. Yeah, 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 yeah. Uh, but yeah, no, I do. I, I'm 
I'm surprised I'm sitting here. Oh man, it's uh, so great to have you. But it's yeah, no, it's I'm glad I I'm glad you reached out. Yeah, this was, me uh, too, man. It's such a pleasure. Treat. Best is yet to come. I like talking with people. Yeah, yeah, me too. Final two questions for you. Uh, you kind of alluded to some things, but w- what's next for you? You said you have a movie at, at Sundance. Is that getting picked up for a theatrical? Um, I don't know. I haven't heard yeah. what's happening with it. It's a beautiful, beautiful film. Not a, like. Every performance is amazing. Phil Phil Ettinger is the lead. Cosmo Jarvis, Stacy Martin, Lily Taylor. Love Stacy. Yeah, I, I, she's and she's a very funny, funny yeah. girl. I love her. Um, Ross Partridge. He was like an old New York guy. He lives in L.A. now. He works a lot with Duplass Brothers. Oh yeah. Um, who am I forgetting? Oh, uh, Carrie Bechet's in it. Uh. It was. It's a beautiful, beautiful film. It kind of deal. It's with. It deals with uh, kind of the opioid situation down in. No, it will. Um, Appalachia. So okay. And Braden King directed, and it's a. It really is a beautiful, beautiful film. And Michael Trotter. I did not ma- say yeah, Michael Trotter. Michael Trotter. Michael Trotter. Do you know Michael Trotter? I don't know him, but. Uh, I met that guy ten years ago in Venice Beach at a bar, and we kind of loosely stayed in touch, and then. This film, like maybe three years ago, no, no, it was probably two years ago. I is when, no, when do we shoot the film? Twenty eighteen. I think. I, I think, or was it? Yeah, it was twenty eighteen. Um, I. I think I read for the film, like a year and a half before. Wow! It, it came out of nowhere, yeah. and like somehow the dates magically worked out with yeah. like. This thing I was doing in Atlanta, and then right, and then Black Mirror pushed my dates to make it all work, which was great. But I came back. Michael Trotter bought the rights to the book like eight years ago, wow. and um, he's since we've reconnected. Like he's become a, a very dear friend. Um, anyways, I'm, I was just saying I shouldn't have left his name out. Oh, amazing! And even then- though even though he's a piece of shit. <laughs> If he's listening, you know. And 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 for those actors out there that are in that young mark position, you know, wide-eyed, coming to New York City or maybe already here and just got done with conservatory and have no fucking idea how to navigate this business. Any any words of advice, wisdom? If you could maybe go back in time, tell yourself or tell tell one of these people that are in that pursuit and just have no idea of how to do this thing. You know, I know that's a heavy question. I, yeah. yeah. I mean, I'm always uh I'm always a proponent of – I'm a big proponent of, of like, Suzanne Esper yeah. and the Esper Studio and, and you know, Bill. Um, Rest in peace. Yeah. Uh, but, um, like, giving yourself over to to the process and what – you know – Miser may not work for some people. You go to Strasbourg or whatever. Yeah. I think those, I think Circle in the Square, yeah. like, um, I think those, if you, if you really like invest yourself and open yourself up to whatever process it is, I think those, I think the, the, the building blocks that you get from that are, I, 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 I wouldn't be here today without them. Yeah. Um, and then also, Making your own stuff. Yeah. You know? Yeah, this is where we live. I mean, I... God. I, I was in... Probably my favorite piece uh, of yours, you know? I mean... Thanks. It, 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 
me, I, I just like tonally, there's like a atmosphere and mood are so important to me in films. And, and you were able to create such a real atmosphere and mood, one that I know very well. And that's, that's the world I feel like I exist in. So when I show people that, I'm like, this is what I want. So, yeah. you know, the great artist steal. So I'm, I'm stealing from you. <laughs> yeah. But, you know, I, I was in a, I was in an acting class with Jay Duplass 20 years ago. Wow. When they were first make, they made, this is John. I don't yeah. know if you ever saw that short film about a guy going home and trying to get his message machine right. Wow. They went to Sundance wow. and like okay. they got, it might have won the audience award for the no short way. film or whatever. But I remember, you know, I look up to those guys so yeah. much because they, they paved they the road constantly. Yeah, they yeah. did. They yeah. paved the road for a lot of people. Yeah. Like, and they're very vocal about like, go make your own thing. Yeah. Like, who cares if you have, like, when I was making this where we live, I was like, Jay, uh, do you have any, like, light, you know, recommendations for, like, some lights and whatnot yeah. in, in Austin? And he was like, go to Home Depot, take him back at the end of the shoot, you know? Wow. Love it, <laughs> um, man. <laughs> Guerrilla warfare. Uh, yeah. yeah. No, but those guys really, they, I mean, they've done so much for, I think, for young people in the business to yeah. just inspire them to go out and do their own thing. So. That's the uh, my other last piece of advice, yeah. and uh, and say fuck it. Yeah, fuck it, <coughs> Mark Chalka, It's been such a pleasure having you on, man. And I know so many amazing things are in store for you. And I'm just, I'm so in my it, admired and, and admir is that a verb? Inspired, <laughs> I should say, by your work and and you're you're really helping the next generation come along. And I'm so excited for everything that's going to come for you, man. Thanks for thanks for being an artist, man. You really are through and through. And it's I'm just so excited for you. Even though I can't draw, like, <laughs> bring it full circle. Mark, uh, talk, thanks man. so much. I really yeah, yeah, I appreciate I you, brother. it. Thanks for being yeah. here. If you like the show, rate, review, and subscribe wherever you listen to podcasts. Thank you for listening. Thank you.